This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Jeff Daly. Well, a key driver in the Chicago commodity trade has been the size of the Brazilian corn and soybean crops and the early season weather here in the U.S., Nutrient Chief Atmospheric Scientist Eric Snodgrass says some key crop areas are in historic drought. We have a significant part of the eastern Corn Belt, the Great Lakes uh, Basin, New England, that has been extremely dry. There are pockets in the southeast that have been extremely dry. In fact, lower Michigan, it's having its driest about 30-day stretch of weather in history. That goes back 130 years. That's our record. So when we start to see these problems cropping up in these areas, we have to wonder, is the rain that's being forecast to show up seven, eight days from now, is it going to be enough to undo this, or is there going to be a Band-Aid on what's been a pretty wide-open wound in terms of dry conditions? I think it's the latter. I think we're going to have trouble here recovering moisture in some key growing areas in the eastern Corn Belt to really make a difference. While El Nino promises better growing weather, eventually... Snodgrass says there are no guarantees in the immediate outlook. Now, we can't really see it fully yet, even though we have some indicators from some of our longer-range models that a nice strip of good rain is going to open up from the plains into parts of the Midwest through the Mid-South and start to give us better moisture for the second half of June. But the guarantees are not there that this is going to be drought-busting for some places to the north of that around the Great Lakes Basin. Arlen Suderman of StoneX says while some weather premium has been built in the market, the trade isn't unduly concerned over drought. I don't think the market still believes that we're going to have a significant problem, and we're having some trouble doing that because the amount of farmer selling that is taking place both in the United States and in Brazil. Brazil still has 68% of their safrina corn crop to sell. That's a record-sized crop. The United States farmers are undersold as well. And so every time we try to rally, they sell it. Suderman says Friday's WASDE report will be more about South America than crops here at home. What does USDA raise its Brazil corn and soybean production estimates further? Probably will the corn estimate. Uh, and do they cut the Argentine estimates some more? And does that then start translating into greater U.S. soy meal exports, helping to boost crush demand for soybeans? Those are going to be the keys in the WASDE report. Well, AgriPulse took a West Coast view of agriculture with its Food and Ag Issue Summit in California today. Jenna Roslace has more. California ag leaders are watching for changes to nutrition, conservation, and research spending in the upcoming Farm Bill. Karen Ross is the Secretary of the California Department of Food and Agriculture. Speaking at the AgriPulse Food and Ag Issues Summit, she emphasized California's sizable role in feeding America and the need to prioritize the Farm Bill nutrition title. Our specialty crops are vital to the health and nutrition of Americans, and so that's that's a really important title for all of us, and we want to see that continue. Ross said a bigger investment in the conservation title would bring so much environmental good. It is our practices that can improve water quality, that can improve air quality, that can improve habitat. This is what we know about working and partnering with farmers, and that's why so many conservation groups have become strong partners and advocates of agriculture in California. 
Ross also encouraged further farm bill investments in research, extension, and education. Addressing the conference Monday morning, Ross touted California's almost $1 billion investment in climate-smart agriculture, which resulted in a 30 million metric ton reduction in the state's greenhouse gas emissions and 489 billion gallons of water saved. For AgriPulse, I'm Jana Roche-Lice. Well, on this week's Washington calendar, the House Ag Committee meets tomorrow on digital assets and Wednesday on nutrition assistance. The Senate Ag Committee has a hearing Wednesday morning on horticulture and specialty crops. Well, AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers care about their neighbors. Through Farm Bureau's Harvest for All program, they donated the equivalent of 31.1 million meals in 2022. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting for Agripulse, I'm Chuck Dowling.